Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Have you caught a dose of FCS fever? Welcome to the FCS Fever Podcast, a part of the Aaron Torres Media Feed. Now, here's your host of the FCS Fever Podcast, Jeff Colhane. All right, here we go. Let's fire it up, folks. It's the FCS Fever Podcast. My name is Jeff Colhane. It is a gargantuan-type weekend. Gargantuan. I love saying that word. Don't say it enough, I, I feel like. Gargantuan games. Massive football games. We're in November. Teams are fighting for playoff positioning. Seeding implications are on the line. And this Saturday, you got everything you're looking for. You got rivalry games. You got games where one team coming in is ground and pound. The other is flash and a little bit of sass and throw the football all around the yard. You got matchups where if you lose, you're out. If you win, you're not necessarily in a good place, but you're definitely in a better place than you were before Saturday. Can you tell I'm excited, folks? This is a massive weekend in the world of FCS college football, and we're going to cover it up in a big-time way. We've got a big-time guest on the program today as well as first-year Montana State head coach Brent Vegan is stopping by the program. Yes, the head coach of the Montana State Bobcats. They are at Eastern Washington in what many consider it is, a, you know, if you want to debate it, I think it's a fun debate, but the number one game in the weekend. And where is Montana State also up for debate? Where would you rank the Bobcats? Where are they at as far as everyone else in the top eight seed line? Where do you put them? Well, if they go on the road and beat Eastern Washington, they have not beaten the Eagles since 2011. Maybe you could argue they're a top two seed. That's what makes this month so much fun. Big games where the pretenders and contenders get separated all across the board. So Brent Vegan will stop by the show here today. All right, we're going to roll through them here. Let's not waste any more time. Let's get right to the matchups in some of the big games that we are focusing in on. We're looking at, we're talking about, let's start with the Dakota Marker game in the Missouri Valley Football Conference. This has really developed into a rivalry. And for people that listen to my show locally in Fargo, we've talked about it a ton this week. Folks in Brookings are fired up for it. 
It's a rivalry game. There's not a lot of love on both sides as far as the fan bases are concerned. This was a rivalry, for those that don't know, that was really developed out of thin air by both you know, student, uh, uh, student organizations and student fan bases when these two programs moved from D2 to D1 together uh, back from 2003 into 2004. It was not a rivalry before that. In the Division Two days, North Dakota State dominated South Dakota State. South Dakota State was not a great football program in their D2 era. But tip your cap to John Stiglmeyer and SDSU. They have been able to rise up. They have. They've risen up here in the last decade or so. And if it weren't for NDSU's amazing run of eight national championships in 10 seasons, you'd look at South Dakota State and say, man, SDSU has had a nice go of it here over the last 10-plus years. Well, the Bison have been better, and that is where you have a little bit of the big brother, little brother mentality from former players, from some of the fans, although uh, South Dakota State has won three of the last five games in this meeting overall. And DSU has won all of the games and rematches in the playoffs. Both of these fan bases are tired of seeing one another in the postseason. It's happened a number of times here in this last decade, and hopefully it doesn't happen again. But what is on the line in this game? Well, plenty. The Dakota Marker Trophy, that's a big one. South Dakota State's hanging on to it right now after their 27-17 win over NDSU back in the springtime on April the 17th. Playoff seating implications in a big-time way in this football game. NDSU wins on the road in Brookings. You feel like the Bison will finish 11-0 and are a lock for a top-two seed. An absolute lock. Home field advantage throughout the entire playoffs. South Dakota State loses this game. That means three home losses in the regular season for the first time since 2011. Also for the first time since 2011, three home losses in a row in the regular season. So there's that, but... In even bigger form, South Dakota State loses. They are out of the top eight seed list. They're they're off the line. They would play on Thanksgiving weekend, and depending on whether or not Justin Sell and SDSU would want to bid for a home game on Thanksgiving weekend in cold weather outdoors in Brookings, they may be going on the road as well. So that's why there's a ton that goes into this football game Saturday at 2 p.m. Central Time kick. Uh, One of the great venues, again, I'll tip my cap to South Dakota State. It is one of the best football stadiums in the FCS. Dana J. Dykehouse Stadium. Going to be a packed house. Bison Nation travels. Jackrabbit fans show up for this one because they don't want NDSU fans taking over the stadium. It's going to be one heck of a matchup. The number to pay attention to for everybody out there, 170 is the number. When NDSU has run for 170 yards or more in this marker matchup in the regular season, they are 9-0 against South Dakota State. When they have rushed for 170 or less, they are 1-7. There you go. The number to watch, 170 in this game in the Dakota marker on Saturday. All right, let's get out of the Valley for a few of these, huh? Why not? That's a big game. There's no doubt it's an easy one to start with. Obviously, we'll talk a lot of Montana State, Eastern Washington with Brent Vegan, the head coach at Montana State. How about a whole boatload of offense, please, in the SoCon and what is a wild, wild league this season? You got VMI and ETSU. 
VMI heads into Johnson City. Both teams are 4-1 and one in SOCOM play, and you got a ton of offense. Quarterback Seth Morgan mentioned him for his efforts last weekend in a wild come-from-behind win at Samford, 46-45. Set a school record for total offense in a game last weekend, 516 yards of total offense. Uh, a phenomenal uh, a game and a phenomenal performance by Seth Morgan. ETSU, they run the football. Quay Holmes and Jacob Sailors as well. Two tremendous running backs uh, in this uh, this contest for ETSU. And you follow how it could all shake out overall in the SOCON. You got plenty of teams who are trying to rise up in the standings and who are trying to state their claim for, you know, not only winning uh, and, and getting into the playoffs as the automatic qualifier, but also being uh, a squad that could potentially grab an at-large bid as well. So uh, you got uh, some big-time matchups. It's a noon central kick, VMI and ETSU, both teams at 4-1 and one in the SOCON currently. Speaking of that SOCON race, you've got four one-loss teams right now. Mercer at 5-1, and one, VMI and ETSU at 4-1. and one. Chattanooga is at 4-1 and one as well. Chattanooga is at Wofford. You've got, of course, VMI and ETSU. Mercer is on a bye this weekend, uh, trying to get right and trying to get healthy uh, overall. A huge matchup next weekend. Chattanooga is at Mercer. So the loser of this ETSU VMI game, you wonder if this is a loser out battle. Hard to tell. Depends on what the committee will look at. But the winner of this one sets themselves up very, very well moving forward into the final couple of weeks of the regular season. All right, to the south when we go. Two fantastic quarterbacks in this game. Cole Kelly, he's a dude. The Walter Payton Award winner in the spring. How about Jerry Rice Award winner Cameron Ward out of Incarnate Word? 50 touchdown passes in 14 games for Cameron Ward. Cole Kelly has the most touchdowns in the nation accounted for with 64. These guys are ballers here, folks. Uh, I love hearing about them. I love it when I get a chance to watch them. They are two of the best QBs in the country. Some people feel like Cole Kelly is the best NFL-ready quarterback coming out of the FCS with his big frame, his tall stature at 6'7". Athletic as well, can move around a little bit. And Cameron Ward has thrived in Eric Morris's offense at Incarnate Word. Southeastern Louisiana, they're looking for a top eight seed right now. Offense, you're going to see a lot of points in this game. The Lions have a chance to clinch a share of a Southland Conference title with the win on the road in San Antonio this weekend. It is a must-win game, I feel like, for Incarnate Word. If they lose this game, they're at large hopes. Um, I'm not going to say they're over, but they're going to be uh, looked at even more closely under the microscope by the playoff committee. Incarnate Word wins this game. I think they're in, regardless of how it all shakes out. If they get the AQ, if they don't get the AQ with Southeastern Louisiana, I think they would gain an at-large bid. So at home, two great quarterbacks, and if Incarnate Word wins this game, I'll say they're in the FCS playoffs, regardless if they get the AQ or not. They've got an at-large bid if they beat Cole Kelly in Southeastern Louisiana. All right, this is a big game coming up this weekend, as we've been alluding to around the country in FCS college football. A lot of big-time matchups. 
But in the big sky, you got Montana State at Eastern Washington. Both teams coming off a bye. And, man, we're really fired up and excited to have with us the head coach, the head man at Montana State in his first year in Bozeman, Brent Vegan with the time, uh, giving us the time here today on the program. Uh, coach, I tell you what, very appreciative of this. Thanks so much. Uh, I know you take each game one week at a time, but, but how excited are your guys for this opportunity coming up here this weekend? Well, thanks for having me on. First off, uh, we're real excited. I, I know looking at the the schedule, um, we had a, a looming November all along, and I, I think what our guys did through September and October is no matter who who we faced, it was a task at hand. It was that uh, that game ahead of us, and and we were able to answer the bell by and large through that whole time. But now to to get here off the bye week. Um, you know, I, I know at the FCS level how you're positioned in November is so important, and yeah. we're positioned well. Now we got uh, we got a game in front of us that so we got to find a way to win. What's something that you have learned about your football team? You know, first year there, you know, winning football obviously where where you've been, Wyoming, North Dakota State, and and throughout your entire career. Um, what has your team uh, shown you uh, about themselves, shown you with their character and the way they've competed here so far this season? Well, uh, a level of consistency and, and you know, bringing um, that workmanlike attitude um, in every week. And again, not caring about who was down the road, who we played, um, you know, any weeks ahead, it was who do we play this week? What do we need to do to prepare? Um, so just, you know, understanding that each week's its own and our guys have, uh, you know, continued to, to prepare the way they need to and then being able to apply that on on Saturdays and the one Friday we played um, with, with great effort. And we've, so we've been consistent and, you know, defensively we've continued to uh, really hone in on what we're trying to do. I look, I think back to our first uh, live scrimmage back in the, in the spring and, and we didn't tackle well, we didn't play with leverage we learned pretty quick how important those those aspects are, and defensively playing within the scheme, and then you know offensively, um, you know we've been able to make plays in the run in the past, but we've we've really protected the football well, and you know uh, I think we have a lot of the, the the traits you're looking for in a winning football team. Now we got to see those things uh, carry us into November. Talking with Montana State head coach Brent Vegan. Big one coming up uh, in Cheney this upcoming weekend. Bobcats, Eagles in the big sky. Certainly, Coach Vegan uh, knows all about winning football in the month of November at the FCS level with this time uh, with Craig Bowl at North Dakota State and then working with Coach at Wyoming as well. Now runs the show in Bozeman with this team. And uh, this group knows success. They've been to the semifinals their last time in the playoffs back in 2019. Well, how about I talk about your quarterbacks for a second? I'm sure you're tired of thinking about the quarterback uh, you're going to see there and your defense is going to see there this upcoming weekend. Uh, you've got a couple of guys in Matthew McKay and, and also Tommy Mellett as well who have uh, shown you some things. And, of course, the young guy at quarterback uh, out of Butte has, has emerged for you. How have those guys been able to complement each other with what you want to do on offense? Well, yeah, first off with, with Matthew, um, Matt, uh, he was a transfer um, that came in at the, uh, the, the beginning of 2020 from NC State. Um, and, you know, Matt had to really work through a challenging year. You're, you're, you're the new, new guy on campus. Um, you're coming in and then there's an incumbent starter in Tucker Rovig. And then you 
you get sent home and you're still trying to make your way and then you don't get to play and then you get a new uh new coaching staff uh coming in the next year in 21 and Matt's persevered through all that and you know he's um he's a guy that can throw it throw it well um and he's done that when we needed to and he also has the capability of running it and extending plays and you know, um, for us to, you know, really be the team that, that we want to. Matt doesn't have to do it all himself, but he's got to be able to play within his capabilities. And, and right now, um, for the most part, he's been able to do that. He's, he's protected the football very well. And, you know, he's been able to, to find, you know, our playmakers for the most part. And we've been able to integrate Tommy, um, you know, as a young guy who's got a lot of, a lot of ability. Um, you know, and I think most people would say, you know, on the running side, but he's still a quarterback for us. He's only thrown a couple passes, but he's also, um, shoot, he's on all four special teams as well, making Man. a real impact. And when anytime he's, we've been in, in, inserted him in the game, um, you know, especially the last month, you know, it's been a, you know, a, a game changing play that he's been a part of, it, it seems at least. And, and you know, um, being from Butte right up the road, he, He's got a great following from there, and you know we're going to keep uh, finding ways for Tommy to help this football team out. That's for sure, Coach. When you flip on the film and you watch Eric Barrier, what comes to mind right away? Well, uh, a guy that you just got to be comfortable that he's going to make some plays first off, because you know there's not a there's not an aspect to his play at the quarterback position that he's weak in. Um, you know he's he's really good getting the ball out quick when that's what they ask, and he's accurate. Uh, he's he's a tough enough kid to stand in there and deliver the ball downfield. And then I you know I believe when he's most dangerous is when he does extend plays and and get out and you know he does a great job of keeping his eyes downfield and you know has made several big plays out of pocket this year down the field and then he's made you know several scrambles as well and they can utilize him from a design quarter quarterback run perspective as well so and he's got you know, some really good weapons it's not all about him I mean he's he's able to have the confidence in a number of their guys to, to throw it up in those 50-50 situations and they're capable of of bringing it down and that's you know that's the challenging part about their their talent is you know on the perimeter it's not just one guy it, and you can't just uh, swing everything to one guy you have to be able to, to play it pretty true and and you know, for us to be successful, we're going to have to make him uncomfortable. Um, you know, we're going to get, have to get him out of rhythm. And then when he's out of rhythm, we got to be able to bring him down. Uh, and, you know, and if he makes a few plays downfield, we got to tackle those guys. You know, it's just not allowing them to get behind us in any way, shape, or form that's going to be, you know, real key for us. Talking with Montana State head coach Brent Vegan here on the program. We appreciate his time very much. Montana State, Eastern Washington coming up. Big-time game this weekend in the big sky. Every time we talk Bobcats, Coach, I always make sure I carve out a little appreciation time for Troy Anderson. And we've seen him here in the Fargo Dome a couple of times back in 18. He was banged up a little bit in 2019 with with everything that he was doing. This guy kind of has like a folk hero type of following, right, in your state with what he's accomplished. What's he mean to your football team? Yeah, it's it's a well, well-earned status for sure. Um, you know, he's... He's, uh, I would say, the epitome of what we're looking for. He's an in-state guy that uh, is certainly talented, but he's taken those talented or those talents to a, another level. And you know, I, I think all the roles he has played um, has demonstrated, uh, you know, an unselfish nature of a, just a great competitor. He's the type of young man that you know, whatever you ask him to do, 
um, he's going to do it to his very best ability, and then he's going to go do it again and again and again. And, you know, um, he was just recognized as one of 13 um, national football scholars, and he's up for the Campbell Award. And that's, you know, that's that's an award that, uh, you know, there's 13, uh, 13 guys out of all the programs across the country, and it, it, it recognizes um, your football playing ability, but it also recognizes who you are in the classroom and, away from the field as well, your involvement in the community. And, and, you know, so we're really proud that, uh, you know, I personally had an opportunity to work with Troy. Um, he's got a bright, bright future, but he's so committed to where, where we're at right now. Um, and we look forward to, you know, a really big um, finish to, to this season with him. And, um, yeah, I couldn't be more thankful just the opportunity to work with Troy. Hey, Coach, thanks so much. Uh, we'll be certainly watching this one. We wish you guys all the best of luck, and uh, a lot of people in Fargo still talk about you, obviously, and appreciate all you have done here as well. Good luck on Saturday. All right, thanks, Jeff. Appreciate it. All right, big thanks. Brett Vegan, Montana State head coach in his first season, 7-1, 5-0 in Big Sky play. Eastern Washington, 7-1, 4-1 in Big Sky play. Eastern has won seven in a row in this series. If Montana State goes into the Inferno and wins, and this defense led by Troy Anderson, who is just, the guy's a star. He, he's so fun to hear the stories about. We've seen him a couple of times here in the Fargo Dome. He played quarterback here in 2018, banged up in 2019, now playing linebacker, one of the great just football players in this division's history. Montana State wins you can really start to dissect resumes if you're looking at putting a bracket together with Montana State and I feel like Sam Houston because Montana State would be 8-1, and 6-0 in the big sky and unbeaten in the FCS. And we've talked a lot about Sam Houston's resume. And while I don't think the Bearcats are going to be left out of a top two seed line, It certainly would provide some more talking points if Montana State gets this win. Of course, they have to go into Missoula and beat Montana in the Brawl of the Wild. That would be a massive victory as well, considering Montana State has won four in a row in the series. So um, a chance for the Bobcats again to climb the ladder here a little bit and, and rise up. Uh, Can their offense score enough points? You could see a couple of quarterbacks in this game. They have struggled to to put a ton of points on the board. You got to score against Eastern Washington, and you probably have to score in the 30s to beat Eastern on the road uh, in the Inferno. So can Montana State do that? That's the big question mark. If they can, all of a sudden the Bobcats have positioned themselves very well for a top two seed. And I think they're a lock for a top eight seed for sure this season in the FCS playoffs. Hey, football season is rolling and DraftKings Sportsbook has an incredible offer for listeners of the FCS Fever podcast. New users can bet $5 on any game. And if their team wins, they automatically win $200 in free cash. That's right. One pick, one money line win and get $200 in free cash. Here's what you do. Click the link in the bio. Sign up for a new account with DraftKings Sportsbook and make your first deposit. Make a $5 Moneyline bet on any team. And if your team wins, you get an automatic $200 thanks to our friends at DraftKings. It's the best offer going in sports betting, so act now.
If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER, 1-800-426-2537 in Illinois. Gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER in Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, West Virginia, and Wyoming, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado, 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa, 1-888-532-3500 in Virginia, 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona, or call or text the Tennessee Red Line at 1-800-889-9789, 21 and older, 18 and older in Wyoming, Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming only, minimum $5 deposit, minimum $1 wager. All right, a couple more here before we wrap things up. Maybe a few of these off of the beaten path a little bit. You get to this time of year with the Ivy League and you start, uh, sadly, at least I do, just pay attention a little bit less and less because the Ivies are in the playoffs. There's some great football teams. Talking to our buddy Craig Haley at uh, Stats Perform, he thinks even though you got some some top-tier Ivy League teams that the Ivies aren't as good as they have been in past years. Taking a look at some of his nuggets on this matchup with Princeton at 7-0, Dartmouth at 6-1, the 100th all-time meeting between the most consistent Ivy League programs of recent years. That's what Haley writes in his piece. So there's a fun Ivy League matchup right there. You know, there's always going to be great defense. You know, it's always going to be very physical and uh, and hard-hitting. Uh, a matchup in the Ivy Leagues on Friday night, 6 p.m. kick, 6 p.m. Eastern kick. That's on ESPNU. You can watch that game, by the way, if you want to get an Ivy League football game in your life on Friday night. We talked with Davidson Radio play-by-play man Paul Roper earlier this week. Davidson right now is on one heck of a run under head coach Scott Abel. They won the Pioneer Football League in the spring. They're coming off of a massive win over Moorhead State last weekend, 29-22. They've beaten San Diego already, and now they face the newest member of the FCS transitioning from Division Three. The Tommies out of St. Thomas, Davidson 5-0, St. Thomas 4-1. St. Thomas is doesn't factor into the postseason for another five years, but they've embraced this Division I move. St. Thomas is a team to watch in the Pioneer Football League down the road when they become postseason eligible. Being in the Twin Cities, able to recruit that area and bring in some quality talent, I can promise you St. Thomas is going to factor into the Pioneer Football League race down the road. Heck, they already are right now. In year number one, they could really go and spoil some things for Davidson, ruining a perfect conference slate in the PFL. St. Thomas at Davidson, a game to watch on Saturday afternoon. And one more in the Valley, maybe a must-win game for Missouri State to get into the postseason as an at-large out of the Missouri Valley Football Conference. They are at Southern Illinois. SIU finally ran out of lives, even though they're the Egyptian hunting dogs. It was like they were a cat, nine lives with all the late wins they had gotten at Western Illinois, at South Dakota State. On and on and on. Missouri State had their own barn burner last weekend at home against UND. But Missouri State wins this game uh, on the road at Southern Illinois. They also host Northern Iowa coming up next weekend. Missouri State wins this one, though. 
you feel better about Bobby Petrino's team as an at-large squad out of the Missouri Valley Football Conference. I think Jason Shelley's a tremendous quarterback. Their receiving core led by Tyrone Scott uh, and that crew, they are all very, very good. Xavier Lane, a tremendous player as well as Jordan Murray. Southern Illinois turned it over a little bit last weekend. Didn't have as much success rushing the football. They need to get back home and get back uh, cooking in the right direction. If SIU wants to be a top eight seed and get off of Thanksgiving weekend, they need to win this game at home against 17th ranked Missouri State. This one's going to come down to the end as well. May come down to the kickers in this contest. Nico Galdoni at SIU, Jose Pisano at Missouri State. Keep an eye on that one in Carbondale on Saturday. All right, that's going to do it for us. Man, what a weekend. We'll come back on Monday, recap all of it, what it means for the playoffs, and maybe even talk a little bit of bracketology as well, where teams are slotted and how things could all shake out. My name is Jeff Callahan. You got the FCS Fever podcast. You know what to do. Subscribe, like, comment. Uh, Give us your thoughts on what you're hearing and also some of the matchups, some of the games and players we should be watching around the country. Enjoy a great weekend at FCS College Football, everyone. Back Monday to talk about it all. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.